vibes and libido. We are your hosts, Trip and Kiki, the podcast where truth seekers help you find your truth. Join us as we delve into all the things you lust, the lies that we tell ourselves, and why our libido drives us to distraction. This is adult-only content, so no kitties under 18, please. Our dialogue is open, honest, and raw. But most of all, we're here to have fun. Welcome to our podcast, Lust, Lies, and Libido. <laughs> Get <from> under. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Why are you what is the What is so funny? Go <laughs> ahead, crazy. I am recording now. I okay. told you, I am recording. So you have okay. to do our intro. And I'm going to talk like this the whole time. You better not. <laughs> you gonna have our listeners be like wait what happened to trip i thought it was trip and kiki they got this african brother on here now we don't know who that is <laughs> all right ladies and gents welcome to our podcast this is lust lies and libido this is your girl kiki Ooh. i am here with my wonderful host mr trip what up, people? Hello to people. And the crowd goes wild. <sighs> <laughs> What's up, family? Hey, everybody. Yes, glad you could join us for another podcast today. And we have with us our most gracious host. I'm going to let my co-host introduce her. But yes, I love um, what she does, and I'm excited she's here with us today. Yeah, so we have our, our wonderful wonderfully talented beautiful artistic yes i mean she just encompasses so much (laughs) she does multi-talented multi-talented um event coordinator planner author poet um photographer photographer, visionary we have the one and only velvet lene hello what an intro <laughs> y'all over here making me blush <laughs> <laughs> well it's all true <laughs> thank it's you all, thank uh, you so um for those who do not know velvet is a very very talented photographer um i'm gonna let her introduce herself and tell her you know tell you guys about her self but there's so many visuals um that come to mind when i think about your work so um i can't wait for people to you know discover you find out go you know follow you and see what you do so velvet tell us a little bit about yourself (laughs) (laughs) well hello everybody as they said my name is velvet lanae and i am an erotic photographer and author and my work consists of my erotic art which is photography and my erotic writing um if you follow if you're on ig you can check my workout on bearitall.live underscore bear is b-a-r-e and then i-t-a-l-l dot live underscore and you'll see um a good bit of my erotic art of course i can only post so much because you know social media censors a lot of things and then um, my erotic writing so i would say where i'm different from the mass um, that does erotic art is that i have um, a couple of books out right now 
And on the photography side, most photographers have their books where you have all images. And on the author side of it, you have your book without any pictures. So mine are coupled together. So where you can get the full visual effect as you're reading, you'll be able to see, you know, what I am actually writing about. So I think that's what separates me <laughs> from the mass of the photographers on one side and then authors on the other side. And um, that's pretty much it <laughs> on that part of it. All right. So as far as the erotic photography goes, like what is your favorite thing to shoot? Or do you have a favorite? Does it even matter? I was going to say I don't have a favorite because I do try to capture natural moments. Um, most of it, most of the people are paired together. So they may not know each other. Oh, wow. And I've only had a couple of actual couples. Um, hmm. Also, most of it is implied. So those of you that already follow me and see it and it looks as if, you know, it's actually happening, you know, certain acts or what have you. It may be, and it may be implied. The ones where it's actually happening, you will oh, really wow. be able to, maybe. yeah, <laughs> maybe. Oh, mm -hmm. That's pretty So cool. <laughs> what happens is, is like, um, and I do it on both ends. It may be where I may have a certain concept and I say, hey, this is what I want to capture. But I still let them go, you know, from there after I tell them. And then we try to, you know, capture um, whatever the concept is. Or it may just be like, look, I don't have anything in mind. Do whatever you do and just go from there. And as things progress, if something happens, then I'm just continuously capturing it because I want to continue to give my audience, um, you know, what, what the real is. And part of what I do and what Bear It All represents is accepting um, body acceptance and sexuality, um, sex, because we have a lot of taboos out there. And it's just basically being comfortable and not worrying about judgment from those who, you know, have things to say about, oh, uh, you like being tied up or you, you know, like having your ass ate. And <laughs> can I say that? Having your ass ate. All about analingus <laughs> on this podcast. That is your thing. <laughs> so you know, I I just basically promote, um, you know, the all of that acceptance, and then I also promote like on the other side, like for those that do judge, like, hey, you know, what is your purpose of judging? You know, these people are open. And even if it's something that you don't like, that doesn't mean that you have to judge them for something that you don't do. Um, so that's what I try to capture. That's what I write about. And it just all comes together. <clears throat> okay. okay. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah. If you ever need any models, I volunteer. I would love I mean, to. definitely. I'm always open to models. Um, I have certain times where I shoot when I do, you know, I put it out there for those that have signed up. It's actually kind of a waiting list right now. So I'll put it out there and I go to, you know, I go to my list first, like, Hey, I didn't get you in last time. You know, what's your schedule this time? And then, but I still also, 
you know, open it up for those that are new that are interested because it all depends on my schedule. If I open it up, even the ones that have been waiting may not be available to do it at the time that, you know, I can do it, whereas the new people may be able to. So it just all depends. But I'm always open. It's no certain body type. <clears throat> um, it, and then there at all, it's not always about being nude either. It's your version of bearing it all. You can just be like, hey, the most I'll do is lingerie. And I'm fine with that. And you don't have to be coupled with somebody you could do solo because I do have, you know, those solo intimate um, moments, just like, you know, you, you masturbate maybe by yourself. <laughs> so that stuff, you know, I capture it or just, you know, embracing your body. So it's just all open to everything. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. And your, yeah, I know, your right? art is beautiful. I have Thank you. <laughs> Y'all really need to uh, check out her IG page. It's got some beautiful stuff on it. Okay. Can Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right my bad people <laughs> i was trying to tell you kiki to speak into the mic you got to get close to the mic you're not oh. intimate enough with the mic <laughs> yeah. here we now go with this, nah, with this mic <laughs> i don't know like you never scared of the mic you you don't you know you don't have any problems rocking the mic but today you wait so timid what's going on what what mic Oh, the mic. We're on my Okay. Yeah. Get close to the mic. I, I wonder if something's wrong with my mic because I'm literally. I hear you better like, now. It's yeah, like right here. I, yeah, I, can't, I can't really get any closer unless I'm. My mouth Are you giving off. us a demonstration of yes, we how were, you get we, close to the mic? Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty close. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn me up. Turn me up. I can't hear you. Turn me up. Turn me up. Like I'm Dylan in the booth. Turn me up. I can't hear you. Did that hot fire, Key? <laughs> but yeah, okay. man. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, how did you like get into erotic photography? Oh, goodness. Yeah. This is always the dreaded question. Why is it dreaded? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say dreaded. <laughs> like okay, maybe time. maybe not dreaded. It's just that, you know, personal. And even though, you know, my art is open, it's that I'm in this journey with everybody else. And the reason for that, it goes into how it got started. And it was just basically somebody that I was involved with. And he, you know kind of opened me up to a lot of things that I would have <clears throat> um, either, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he opened me up to either stuff that I thought I would never do or That's what I'm talking about. to where I cared about what people would think of me if I did it. Wow. And even, you know, and I think that some women go through this too. They may, there may be some things that they want to try but they're scared to say something because of what he may think of, you know, and vice versa, you know, what their significant other may think of them wanting to do something like this. And I was in that category. And so it was so, um, 
just being in that um, type of relationship where I was comfortable, it opened me up so much to where I wanted to write about it. That's how it started. So I wrote something and I, I read it to my friend and I was like, what do you think? And then he was like, I'd subscribe to your YouTube channel. And then I was like, huh. <laughs> and it just kind of went from there. And then I started writing more and I would share with him more. And not, this is not with the person that I was with, but, you know, other people. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just started my mind just and it always is turning anyway. So my mind just started going. I was like, what if I put my photography with this? And so then I thought about it, I'm like, no, I can't do this. And like, if you people that have known me a long time, I'm pretty reserved and I'm very private. So this mm-hmm. for me is a lot in itself, like mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> so when I say that I'm on this journey with everybody else as well, like literally I am because it is something that I generally would not have done. So, um, when I decided to do the book, I talked to another photographer friend of mine and I was like, you know, I have this idea, but I don't know how to get people to participate. So that was the next step. And I talked to him because he generally photographs news. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, well, Hey, I'll talk to the models that I shoot, tell them what you're looking to do and see if they're interested. And it started from there. So in my first book, I do have a lot more actual models. Um, but it's a mixture because like I said, I don't want it to be like, oh, you can only have a model type body, you know, to mm-hmm. be in this because that's not what it mm-hmm. is. But mm-hmm. it started that way because that's, you know, who we talked to. And then um, they, I was like, hey, if you know anybody else that's interested, they don't have to be a model. And they started recommending people. And so then that's how, you know, it all started from there. And I went through the process of writing and shooting and writing and shooting And I still didn't tell anybody because I'm the type of person where I don't say stuff until I know that I'm going to follow through or that I, or that it's already happened. Mm -hmm. So people didn't know until two months um, before the book came out until pretty much I published it, self-published it on Amazon. And, you know, Mm -hmm. because I didn't know if I was going to backtrack so I didn't say anything, but yeah, that's, that's where it all began. I probably went a little bit <laughs> in depth more. Oh no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. That's, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So do you have ever have couples come to you asking you to shoot them? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I had, um, in this latest book, I have an actual couple. They came from Florida to Atlanta Wow! Or because they wanted to be a part of this. I actually, it's still surreal because I have so many people that are interested in this in so many ways. And, you know, the, the walks of life that they come from you know, being in a different state is just really surreal. Like, wow, you know, you want a little old me and you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you want, you know, and people are starting to call it a movement and I didn't actually look at it like that. I still don't know if I do. You know, this is just something that's real to me. And, you know, I'm looking for other people. Like, I felt it so much. Like, I know there are others, you know, like me out there. So let me open it up. But you do have to look at it like it's a movement, Velvet, because... 
you're especially when you're talking about going against body shaming it is so especially women it's so many women out here who deal with the emotional and the mental of how they look you know they they shame themselves the most you know and then they feel like society shamed me because i'm not this certain size and how do i call myself sexy and i'm a size 22 exactly you know so it the more positive images that women can see that it's like if I look in a book and it's a, I see someone whose body shape is like mine, yes. that's going to make me feel, you know, a sense of empowerment because it's like, well, damn, yeah. she looks like me, you know, mm-hmm. and that can help me relate. And it's like, well, okay, well, if she could walk around like that, you know, well, maybe I could try too, you know, mm-hmm. so. <clears throat> excuse me it is a little bit of a, of a movement because you're helping people to change how they look at themselves and their self-identity you know mm-hmm. because the body is a beautiful thing but if you don't think that it is you know you you might get locked up in some some things mentally and exactly that, that will affect your sex life your love life you know relationships yep. so it is you are definitely helping to to move people's mindsets towards a better place and thinking about themselves you know so i think that's awesome so Thank sorry and take that's the good to know yeah it's the same thing when people started well you can call yourself an author now and i'm like well i don't know about that so it's just, it's taken a lot for me to accept you know certain things but i'm i'm definitely starting to hone into it and you know accept what it is and go from there yeah yeah it's awesome because like i said i've seen your work and and i definitely you know when i saw the models i was like wow you know because they weren't all skinny models like what you would expect to see in something where you know there's some nudity involved you know so you know like i said y'all need to check her work out seriously i mean it is it's great i think that she's headed in the right direction she's an innovator guys so mm. you need to check a workout. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Velvet, um, I apologize. We didn't start our conversation off right. We normally do an icebreaker. Because oh. we, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Kind of missed that piece. Um, you know, um, and I I enjoy working with Velvet. She's I love how she does things. So, but our listeners don't really know you. So we have three people, three questions that we usually ask our, Uh-oh. our, <laughs> our guests on the show. So um, the first one, lust. What currently is something that you're lusting over? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I lusting over? I would say consistent sex. <laughs> I know that's not your typical lust, but yeah, just I just, just hey, consistent. it's yours. So, it's yeah, yours. That's, that's mine. That's, that's, <laughs> funny, that's one of the reasons why we asked that question because every time we ask that question, mm-hmm. we get a different response, different, yeah. mm-hmm. and it just different perspective. On, exactly, it mm-hmm. depends on the person, you know. Yeah. So there is it just it just depends on you. Um, but yeah, consistent sex is definitely um, one of those things you take for granted. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. I always say sex is like air. It's it's only important to you if you're not getting it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, again, that D on the regular, it's like a vitamin. It's important. Man. Okay. It, it changes your life. <laughs> it changes your morning. It starts your day off right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So, but yeah, that I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's, and it's so funny, um, not to go on a tangent, because we need to ask other two questions. But I hear a lot of guys, they'll be like, yo, man, I just need somebody. You know, I can get his D2 on a regular. But then when they meet a woman that is trying to give him the D, you know, mm. give, you know give it to him on the regular, then it's like, man, she, she Chill out. She always like, you know, want she it. Always, like, <laughs> she always here, like, bro, like, I ain't trying. You be like, which one is it? Yep. <laughs> Pick a struggle, boo. Pick a struggle. Exactly. Yeah, I can't have two struggles, though. They want a nympho until they get with one. This is very true. <laughs> I say I say the same thing about women, too. Because um, my sex drive is extremely high. Mm-hmm. Extremely high. And then people be like, yeah, 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 I can get it every day. And then <laughs> you be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I need to breathe. Right. Like, go, play, go play PlayStation. Go, go. <laughs> right. Like, you still here? Why are you still here? Go away. Yeah. I need a minute. Can I at least go wash the flaps out? Give me a second. <laughs> Some flaps. <laughs> I'm saying, just give me a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the flaps. Jeez. <laughs> um, all right. So the second question. Uh, what is the biggest lie you've ever told yourself? The biggest lie I've ever told myself or somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, dang, that's a hard one, too. I did you with the Jeopardy timer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I, off the top of my head, I'm not saying, you know, I'm perfect and I don't lie. <laughs> but off the top of my head, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Huh. Okay, I got one. Maybe that I really wanted to get married. Okay. Okay. Ooh. At that time. Wow. So is that does that mean that you've changed your perspective on marriage? Oh, that's a complicated <laughs> This is why definitely <laughs> a complicated answer. Cause it's kinda like a two part, you know, and I don't wanna take up a lot of time, but just basically oh, no. at that time when I thought um I just feel like I kinda settled. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And um, not to go into the details, but it just may have not been really the right time for me to get married. Do I want to get married again? I'm not against it, but I'm not pressed for it. So, but yes, my views on marriage have definitely changed. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe if we have time later. Short maybe, answer. <laughs> yeah, we can get into your views on marriage if we have time later. <laughs> yes, I'm, we'll, I'm very we'll interested. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, last question for Libido. Do you use sex toys? And if so, what is your favorite sex toy currently? 
So I am gradually um, finding my way, but honestly, it's not something that I practice. I, and people call me, especially women, they look at me like, what, really? (laughs) Um, I don't masturbate a lot like that. Um, It's a tease for me. Like, even if I get (laughs) off or whatever, like, that's not the end. I want more. So I just don't even try to go into it and just let it pass because it teases me more than anything. Mm. So if I do generally it is for somebody, like if, you know, he's in front of me, you know, part of the foreplay or, um, you know, a video for Mm -hmm. him or something like that. But like Mm -hmm. just for myself, no, not really. And then for as far as the sex toys, I have purchased some recently. Um, and it's an on and off thing. It may be like, okay, when I got it, I'm like, oh, I want to try this out. And it was cool. But then it just kind of passed. So it doesn't, you know, last long. And then I'll just pull it out. You know what I'm saying? During a session or again, you know, to <clears throat> as part of foreplay. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little different from most. No, I mean the the cool thing is it is what you make it, and that's right. You know, everybody has their own different experiences with sex toys, mm-hmm. and what I want people to understand is, however you use it, however you enjoy it, make it your own. That's it yeah. Doesn't have to that's be right. what somebody else does. Right. That's exactly. Right. You enjoy however you use it. That's the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't feel like you have to apologize for your level of involvement with sex toys. Yeah. That's your level of involvement. That's what you're comfortable with. All right. As long as you're comfortable, you like it, I love it. Yeah. I'm a uh, penetration type girl all day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even, it's not even a need for the oral. I'll take it. But um, I'm about to fall out my chair. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, between the masturbation, the sex toys, and the whole oral talk, like I always get like so many gas from it. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just we could get right to it. But I I let it happen. I don't like stop it. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm not against it. And I do get pleasure from it. But I just, at the same time, I'd be like, all right, just give it to me already. <laughs> but I try to, you know, go with the, with how everything is going. Hey, and nothing's wrong with that. You know, you got to do what you do. You got to live your best life. So, <laughs> if that's what works for you. That's what works for you. You know? Yeah. And you're right. It is a little different. It is. Because mm-hmm. that's just like, that's like a dude saying. You know, uh, yeah. The, he just, it's yeah. Like, and there are some out there, though. I'm one of those dudes. Like, yeah, there's some out there. No, but <laughs> I, love, I love head as a appetizer. Mm-hmm. It's just not force for me. Um, yep. You know, I could never be anybody that doesn't get head. Like, there's no. Um, and if you don't swallow, that's another issue. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> time, but, you know, I'm a little nasty, so that's a little different. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But at the same time, it's not like, yo, I take head over sex. I would, mm-hmm. I mean, or, or penetrative sex or anything of that nature. I want all of it. 
I'm just I'm just the type of person why I don't want to be limited. Got you. So I want everything to be able to be on the table. Uh, yeah. So that and that's how I feel. Like I'm the same way. Like, even though I don't prefer it over the other, I still want it to be there, you know, to be available, to be open. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I understand. I get it. <laughs> I I don't. <laughs> I know it is, it is a non-negotiable me. for me. Sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not one of those types where you could just give me head and then move on. I, that's I think that's another reason why <laughs> masturbation is not enough because it's like no, like, and I need it. And then the other thing is like it has to be attached to a body, like just the you know the dildo or the vibrator or whatever is just not enough. I need to be penetrated by a human being. <laughs> so let me ask this. I know a lot of times when people think about sex toys, they're thinking about vibrators or dildos. But are you into kink? Uh, again, it is something that is new to me. So all of the other oh, things, um, yeah. especially associated with BDSM, is just stuff that I am just now tapping into, but I'm open to it. Yes. Um, I may not have tried it, you know, but you know, I'm I'm open. I'm pretty open. So, have you identified what what role you like to play? Is it? I'm definitely um, submissive, whether BDSM hmm. or not. I'm submissive all the way, and that is just because, and that's even just in the household. You know, I want to be submissive all around because on the outside world, I'm totally totally dominant so when i come home i don't want to be like i you know want my man to take charge in every way in and outside of the bedroom okay yeah i'm talking about Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but you know what velvet i have learned due to my illustrious friend over there you know he's into the whole bdsm and so i've learned so much Mm -hmm. you know just from being in you know sharing his air and I have learned that really we identify with a whole lot more under that umbrella than we think we do. Yeah. You know? And it's levels to it. Oh, and it people is. automatically Absolutely. go to, you know, the absolute extreme stuff right. when it's not, you know, there is definitely a minimum and then don't just automatically go to the 50 shades of gray type right. stuff either, because that right. definitely doesn't tap into all of it. So it's levels to it. I mean, right. like when I figured out spanking and choking fall under the umbrella, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like that for real. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And just a, another friendly, um, Let's Lies and Beto PSA. Fifty Shades of Grey is a bullshit movie. Bullshit oh lord! Um, <laughs> I thought you were about not, to say um, we are not against or like going. I thought you were about to put out something like, uh, <laughs> so we don't get in trouble. But you went exactly the opposite not, direction. Not opposite, no. <laughs> but that's why I say don't automatically. That's not a point of reference, people. So it's since not, he didn't put it out there, it's not a point of reference at not. all. You know, <laughs> fantasy is great reading. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's not entertaining. If you're using that to get into and explore the world of kink and BDSM, it's a great introductory piece, but you need to do a lot of homework. Yeah. What see and what you read in that book is not a true depiction of the lifestyle. Yeah. Right. 
And can so, I say something real quick too? Absolutely. Sure. Because a lot of people, since we're on the subject and because when my first book came out 2014 and I want to say that the movie was getting ready to come out around that time. But uh, when it came out, you know, my book, a lot of people were like, oh, we got a, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey. It's either that or, um, oh, goodness. Forgive me because I love her and I can't think of her right now. Zane? Zane, yes. (laughs) You know, would be the comparison. And then that wasn't what I set out to, you know, to be comparable to. Mm. um to either of them but i definitely once i decided to do that i didn't read any types of novels i didn't go see them i don't think i saw the movie until like a year or two later um so because i didn't want to be i didn't want anything to influence because even you know subconsciously it can kind of you know fall into your mind and you're not even noticing that you are writing along the same lines so i just wanted to keep it True. Yeah, definitely just all my perspective and not even, you know, be close to that. So people could be like, oh, well, that sounds like that. And if anything sounds like it, it's definitely not because, because like I said, I didn't do any reading or watching of that um, while writing my book. And even with each book, it's like that as well. Right. Gotcha. So I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Absolutely. And like I said, uh, we're not... I don't want to bash Fifty Shades of Grey because it is entertainment and there are a lot of people who are entertained by it. I'm just saying, do not use that as a point of reference. End all be all reference for the lifestyle of BDSM. Yeah. Uh, There are some good books out there that you can try. And since we're not getting paid for any, we're not about to plug them. (laughs) (laughs) Google it. Google it and you will find some good references. Now, you know what? Because it is, there is an author I do want to plug, and I don't know if you guys have read it, um, but it's a book called Push the Button, mm-hmm. um, and the author is Feminista Jones. Okay. Um, it's a really good book. It's, um, it's a point of, of personal color reference um, on the lifestyle, mm. and it's a nice, it's a nice story. It's a nice storyline. So I'm going to have to check it book. out. Yeah. So please do check that out. I will plug her because I've I've heard her speak. I I know what she's about. Gotcha. Um, okay. So absolutely, but Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, when she wrote it, she didn't even know anything about the lifestyle, you know. Oh. And she ended up getting into it after she wrote some of the books. Oh, Interesting. Wow. Um, but it, like I said, it's it's a great. I think it's great because it is starting to normalize a lot of the the kink um, yeah. world. And people aren't aren't ashamed to, yeah, you know, be about that life. But yeah, mm-hmm. as a reference point, no, you know, dude was dude was on another level. <laughs> unpack some of his issues. So, but yeah, all right. Um, so I know we've kind of gotten off a tangent. Um, that's the whole point of the warm up. You know, <laughs> comfortable get the listeners comfortable to know you. Yeah, I really want you to speak to your event that's coming up. You have a phenomenal event. I want to make sure people know about your event so that way they know what's it about, how it started, and then how they can get tickets. So please. Okay, definitely. So just like, you know, with the start of my book, my mind just 
goes all over the place. So now I have published this book and, you know, I'm promoting um, this. Now, what can I do to, like, draw people in outside of the book and the art itself? And it's still in relation to it, but I've decided to have an erotic art show. And there are erotic art shows um, that go on in Atlanta all around, you know, the U.S. as well. Um, but I wanted mine to be a little bit different and it's a little bit more intimate. <laughs> Some of the shows that I've been to, and I haven't been to a lot because, again, I don't like I, when I come up with something, I just want it to be all mine. Um, but the ones that I went to and not knocking them at all, they were generally set up where everything is going on at one time. So you go in, you have art all over, you walk around, you look at the art. It may be somebody um, painting, somebody drawing. You have, you know, maybe a couple vendors set up to display their art. Um, but everything, somebody's singing, everything is going on at one time. And then once you walk around, it's pretty much the end of it. So you determine on whether you want to stay and keep walking around and see if you've seen everything or, okay, I've seen everything, let's go. For mine, it's more intimate. So I have performers and with those performers, there's a stage and it's, you know, you're going on and you're focusing on that performer with whatever they're doing. And the, the performers or artists are all genres. So you have um, spoken word artists, um, singers. Um, we had a BDSM. So this is my second one. Um, I the one last year sold out very successful, very unexpected. <laughs> it went very well. And people were like, when is the next one? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> so I decided to do it annually, but, um, we had a BDSM session and it was the first act. So I told everybody, and I think this was kind of my way to get people there on time. Like, this is the first one. So if you're not there at this time, you're going to miss it. So we just don't it. have people strolling in in the middle of stuff. Like mm -hmm. this is something that you want to be there from the beginning to the end. Wow. And so after that, everybody was like, you know, when I got feedback on the show, they wanted to see more of that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they loved that session. Um, and it was just, just a lot of different things. So we still had, you know, the vendors, the art displayed. I have um, food there. So the food is a part of your entry. Um, the drinks are not free, but they're there um, for purchase. And so it's just free entertainment, free food and free parking. And the way that the reason why I do it like that, because me being a resident of Atlanta, I hate dealing with parking. So I am very much trying to always find a venue that the parking is not an issue. <laughs> so I think my ticket, you know, for the price that they are, you get a lot, especially in Atlanta, because you don't have to pay for parking and you're getting food um, and great entertainment. So cool. it's just all erotic related and um, just giving people, you know, a good time in a more intimate setting. And for as far as the tickets, um, right now they're on Eventbrite, and um, and the, the link is also on my um, Instagram. So I have two Instagram pages: the one that I gave everybody earlier, bearitall.live_ underscore, 
And then the one that is for events and information about my book and art, that is BIA.live, B as in boy, IA.live. And um, the links are there as well. But you can find it on Eventbrite, there at all, live and in Atlanta. Awesome. And what's the date again? Um, this year it is October 26th. And it starts at 8.30. We have people coming from everywhere, including Trip. Um, so <laughs> last year we had for people that came to see it. And again, this was another surreal moment. We had people from nine states to come and see it. And these are people, some of the people were people I knew that were coming from out of state, but then the others were not. And I'm just like, wow, you know, these people don't know me and they're coming, you know. So it was just very interesting, but they all loved it. They all gave me, you know, good feedback, said that they wanted to come back. So we had, um, that was just the audience. This year is going to be a mixture. We didn't have a lot of people from out of town. Actually, we didn't have anybody from out of town to come perform. This year, so far, we have people coming from South Carolina, Florida, Virginia, um, Don't forget North Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I feel like out New York. That's what wow. New York. We have wow. um she is a music artist, not just singing. She works with a couple different instruments. Um Atia, you can go to the BIA.live. You can see all of the performers and vendors um and artists that will be a part of the show and you'll see they're coming from everywhere. Awesome. So I'm excited. I'm excited too cuz I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Yes, I am definitely excited. So, like I said, last year we sold out at 150 people. This year I looked for everybody loved the venue last year. Like, really, I got a lot of good feedback on that. But definitely, you know, when you're trying to do more and bigger things and, mm -hmm. you know, just so that it works for everything and everybody, I had to look for something bigger. So, this one allows for me to grow into not only this year, but moving forward, you know, as we get more people. So we're looking for two to 250 people for it to be sold out. If more, that's great, but definitely, you know, setting the bar higher each year. That's awesome. Get your tickets, people. Yes. <laughs> that's so awesome. My sister is doing her thing. Yes. So I'll be in, ten in attendance. Um, yep. So me and my company, Bell's Toy Chest, will be there. Um, so it's one of those things I'm looking forward to. I'm very excited about. Um, and ever since I I found, and it's so funny how I found you. I don't know if I ever told you this. Um, I found you from Tumblr. Oh, yeah. I, be, I forget about my Tumblr sometimes. Forgive me. <laughs> but I do... I do and I don't because I definitely go on Tumblr to put my uncensored images there. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I'm working on my website to where I can direct people there because Tumblr is starting to trip too. Because they my, really are. yeah, the uncensored really? images are fine, but the videos, and I feel like they are being biased on which ones they take down. Wow. But my videos are being like, even if I post now, they're automatic. Like, they don't even let it post anymore. So that's why I'm working on my website to not even deal, you know, with the mm -hmm. censorship of it. Of course, I'm still going to post what I can on social media because, you know, that's everybody's on there. But I still want that platform 
to not have to deal with the censorship because my type of art, you know, that's everything. <laughs> you can't see, you know, the full visual effect when I'm censoring stuff. Yeah, and that's the funny thing is because, and for those of our listeners who haven't heard me rant, you, you're going to hear another rant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about, it's, it's mainly because of the new administration and this bill that they yeah. passed. Yeah, um, Sesta and Foster. So we're starting to see more censorship yes. on these websites because they're looking to suppress sexuality and freedom <clears throat> of choice, all of those other things, in the in the the guise of we're looking to stop sex trafficking. So they use it's just like when they did the Patriot Act. They was like, yeah. oh, we want to stop terrorism, so give up all of your freedoms and 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 privacy. Let us tap into everything because we want to catch the bad guys. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, it's, it's, it's that whole dog whistle strategy where they're going to they're gonna find a buzzword and just kill exactly. you with that buzzword. Yeah. And you don't really see all the things that they're doing behind the scenes. With it. Mm-hmm. With it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we have to do a better job. Um, and we have to start writing your congressmen, writing your senators, you know, getting the word out because it's affecting more than um, just, you know, what you're thinking is affecting. It's not, it's one, again, it is making it easier for sex traffickers to do what they're doing because they can go underground, they can go into hiding and they can do it on the black market. Whereas before you had, you had these sites that were up that was, they were using to bait a lot of these sex traffickers and pedophiles and things of that nature. Now that those sites are being taken down and those companies are no longer being allowed to work with the government to catch these criminals and individuals, they're going underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're you're not helping. You're mm-hmm. hurting. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I really I really do believe that a lot of this is blowback from that whole Stormy Daniels thing. Mm. I really do. I really do believe that they were like, you know what? We, we have sex workers out here trying to ruin the republic. You know. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and... It's know, always their agenda. It's an agenda, yeah. It's not ours. They're yeah. not worried about us. No. It's their right. agenda. So, but yeah, I'm going to step off my soapbox now. But that was my... <laughs> um, because Tumblr was great, man. I mean, you were able yeah. to get so much content. You were able to find um, people who were in the sex working industry. They were able to advertise their services. Mm-hmm. And you know, they, can, they had a way to kind of vet who they were dealing with. Exactly. Right. Had people who were in um, other forms of sex work that they were able to express their artwork and express their sensuality without any issues. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, well, we're going to cherry pick who we say can and who we can't. Right. You know, right. You know, yeah. you know, but it is what it is. That's America. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta take the good with the bad. Yes. We also wanted Velvet to um, help us out here just a little bit since she's here today. Okay. We have one of our listeners write in because we always tell you guys, if you want to write in to us, we have a segment called He Said, She Said, where you guys write in yeah. if you want some advice. You know, Tripp's going to tell you his side of things and I'm going to tell you mine. So we did have one of our listeners. She wrote in. She has a problem. And she wants our help trip. So I'm going to read the email to you guys. So she says, hey, Trip and Kiki, 
I've been long distance with my guy off and on for two plus years. In the last nine months, we have been on and our relationship has been amazing, except for one thing, the lack of great sex. I'm used to having a lot of great sex multiple times a day, but with him, it's just okay. Or I go without altogether. Like, just get your nut and get off me, okay? When we first started dating, we had sex often, I guess as often as we could. And even with the distance, it didn't bother me. Now, I don't even have the desire to jump on him when I see him. It's the same type of sex every time. We've had a talk about this, and even with that, nothing has changed. He does not fulfill my wants and needs in the bedroom, and now I just feel like I'm wasting our time. I feel so uncomfortable when it gets time for us to be intimate. I've even tried spicing things up, but it just ends up with me awkwardly leaving the room to finish myself off. I don't know what I should do, and I really could use y'all's help. Should I just let it go or keep trying to make it work? From an anonymous black woman. Oh, thank you, sister, for um, writing in. I'm going to let Kiki handle the first one. I'll, I'll tell you my, my thoughts after Kiki shares hers. Well, I'm going to say this, sis. First of all, you got to really, I think you have to analyze how you really feel about this dude. You know, really get down to the bare, you know, of what you think about this relationship. If you want to pursue this relationship and keep him, then I think you're going to have to open the lines of communication and really have a sit down and talk to him about what it is you're lacking, why you're lacking, and what can he do to improve it. Now, if you don't have any interest in maintaining the relationship, well, then that's something else you're going to need to figure out is, okay, are you really ready to walk away from the relationship in pursuit of finding someone who's more compatible with you and who might also be closer? Because long-distance relationships take a lot of work. It takes a lot of work on both sides. It's always planning involved. You have to always plan. There's never really much room for spontaneity because you live in two different places. So with that, even your sex life is planned. So if you're planning to see someone and you're planning to have sex, but you know that those plans are going to be bad, yeah, I don't, I'm, that's bad math to me. That does not add up because I don't want to plan to have bad sex. I mean, that okay. makes no sense. You know? <laughs> so, so it's like you need to really figure out what do you want to do with this relationship? Because I'm, I've had long distance relationships, so I'm not knocking it. If you can do it, it does, everybody can do it. But if you can do it and you really want to stick it out with him, you're going to have to talk to him. You're going to have to talk to him, tell him what you need, and tell him how he can help fill those needs. And that's what she said. <laughs> uh, as far as he said, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you the, the therapist in training response, and then I'm going to give you the, let me, let's just keep it real, response. So the therapist in training, like Kiki said, communication. How much have you communicated to your partner that you're not satisfied, that what you're receiving is not meeting your expectations? And how have you done that? Have you done a warm startup? Have you done a soft startup? Have you, or are you just going in crushing his ego? You know, you have to be careful when, whenever you're talking to your partners mm -hmm. on how you bring those things up and how you're having those conversations because 
you you already know it's a sensitive subject. Um, many men need to do better with communication, and we also have to do better with understanding that every woman is different. Just oh, like we man. have two lovely ladies on the podcast who have two totally different ideas about oral sex. You're going to have that across the, um, the spectrum of the female world. No two females are alike. And we as men have to understand that. So when you're approaching him and, and communicating with him, make sure you're, you're doing it so that way you're starting up in a soft way. You're not coming up and just saying, hey, look, you know what? Your dick is trash. So, <laughs> you, know, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. No. You know, you might want to talk to him and say, hey, and, you know, you might want to try some suggestive, some suggestive tips. You know, if he's, you know, eating your box, if he's going down on you, you know, tell him what you like, you know, lick this way, lick that way, suck this or whatever, you know, right. use your fingers, give him some clues so, so he would better know how to please you. And then that way, after the session, then you can say, you know how you did this? Then, you know, I liked when you did that. Oh, you know, right. do more of that or mm -hmm. do less of this. So that way it's not like, okay, well, you, you just trash and you're terrible and, you know, stop using my clip as a, a DJ booth. And right. <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's about the delivery. It's about it is. Um, and when you add in a long distance. Oh aspect to it oh, that makes different. it even more difficult yeah like kiki said no one wants to schedule for bad sex right i like crazy and it just depends on how long distance it is is it like a 30 minute you just out of town is it like an hour two hours like how long of a distance you always gotta fly right right and so if you flying <laughs> you know for bad, sex. For bad dick <laughs> Told y'all that's bad man. That shit does not add up. That shit does not add up. You know, that's one of the things. This is this is another rant. I wasn't say it. There's a lot of things that the monogamous, the mono and I don't know if she um, <laughs> practices monogamy or not. She might not. <laughs> Yet a lot of people in monogamous relationships can learn from non-monogamy and polyamory because communication about these type of things, they have to happen. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn how to do that without disrupting the flow of your relationship. Yep. And so there's so many different things that you can learn about being open and transparent, not just honest. And I think that's one of the things you're going to yes. have to do with your partner is to be transparent with him about your needs, not just, well, he hadn't said anything. Or he must not care or no, be transparent in your needs. Do it in a way that's um, endearing and that will bring you both together if that's what you want to do. Now, clinical therapist and training aside, on the real, you need to get moving. Oh, you said it like you gave her a clear answer. You, okay. You, like, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> you know, and this, like I said, this is the homeboy. This is like your brother who's just going to keep it real with you. You know, because as a, like I said, as a therapist, as a clinic, um, clinician, yeah. training, I can't make that decision for you. you right. Know, I can only give you, you know, the information. But like homeboy, if I was talking to my homies, yeah, be playing. Like life's oh. too short for bad sex. Uh, life's indeed. too short. Now, of course, mm -hmm. that does take into account that you've communicated it. 
You no. know, don't go out here just like, oh, dick is trash, on to the next one. Oh, dick is trash over here, on to the next like, <laughs> No, you, gotta, you can't you do that. Yeah, you, can't do, you do have to communicate. Yes. Yeah. If you're communicating, you're, you know, bringing that up and nothing's being changed, no effort, you know, they're not even like, I right, well, let's, instead of doing it in bed, let's just do it on the floor or let's, mm-hmm. you know, something, you know, mm-hmm. trying to spice it up. If you, if you see some effort, then you have something to go off. But if you're not getting any effort and you're wasting your time and mm-hmm. you're not being pleased, why are you still there? Clearly, there's a level of emotional attachment there. If she's still there for this amount of time, that's why I said, you know, she has to really assess how she feels about him. Absolutely. And then, and then consider, is it worth it to me to communicate and see if we can work this out? Or do I just say, well, you know what? I'm going to let it go. I'm going to try something different. Yeah. I mean, because she said they click on so many different levels. Um, yet at the same time, I've clicked on different levels, yet sex is uber important for me. Yeah. You know, so if we can sit here and have the deepest conversations about the sun, moon, and the stars and, and all of that, yet if I'm not being pleased sexually, that's a, that's a huge problem. Valid, so. I want to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> oh, man, this is interesting. So the first thing I will say is that a lot of people say that sex is not everything. And it's not, but it's up there. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So where it used to be at the bottom of my quote unquote list, (laughs) it is definitely at the top now. Like it may be even in the top three, you know, for needs, wants, desires, whatever. So it's very important. Like that is something that I can't ignore, nor will I compromise ever again on. So my answer may be a little bit different because, you know, for some people, they try to get around that and say that, you know, as long as this person's doing this and this and this and this, it's okay. And I disagree. So I have questions too. You know, has it always been like this from the beginning? Or did something change within the relationship, you know, and then with with that, the sex changed? So, because that kind of determines certain answers as well. And like they both said, you know, the distance is definitely um, a factor in everything. For me, because <laughs> I, I, it's hard for me to give like what Tripp said, give those clear cut answers and advice. You know, at the end of the day, people are, they're going to do what they, they yeah, Yeah. they're going to do what they do. And um, I, for me, (laughs) I couldn't say. Especially if it's long distance, I might as well just be by myself and and figure it out that way. So I can't. And what Kiki said for as far as, you know, she needs to evaluate the relationship overall so take the sex out of it I do agree with Mm -hmm. that part take the sex out of it and what else do you have but even when after you do that evaluation put the sex back in because it still has to all come together because it's still a part of it and I think that you know it, it definitely can lead to issues you know right up there with finance 
finances being issues in relationships and marriage, sex is as well. Right. And, you know, I don't want to go into the touchy subject of, you know, the sex can lead to cheating, but it's possible. <laughs> so it's just a lot of factors, you know, again, whether it's been like that from the beginning and she just loved everything else about him, she ignored it and now they're nine months in and now she can no longer ignore it anymore. Right. Or did it change? Because it even sounds- with the long distance, you know, is he, is it something else? wherever he is, oh, is <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it's so many different factors it is. so and it, then she said it was she admitted it was on and off so even if he's not doing anything while they're on right now during that off period was there somebody else that may have you know sexually satisfied him you know better and but he's trying to leave it alone and and now go into this you know it's mm-hmm. just so I have so many questions <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, my mind goes. <laughs> right. So right. it's just hard to really give a clear cut answer. But just based off of the information given for me personally, it's not something that I would be able to stay in. Right. Yeah, and that's that's my right. thing. Just going off the information that was given, mm-hmm. I, I could I don't see the point. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of different factors and you have to do like like you said, you gotta consider that. Um and mm-hmm. you know, we didn't even think about and we didn't even touch on what he may be experiencing, what he may be going through. Right. Exactly. So they really need to both sit down and talk. That, that, yeah. that true, you know, like we say in the South, that come to Jesus meeting. And yeah. what if he's not a sexual person? You know right. what I'm saying? Like it might not even be, you know, where he might be happy overall. It's just her. Right. So then so, now if so, he's not a sexual person, that's a different issue all in itself. So let me it ask did, you this. You're not going to be compatible then because you need so, somebody that's sexually compatible. With you. So, Velvet, if you are with somebody, you know, who just isn't that sexual, you know, once a month is cool with him. How no. do you, how do you, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's not even no. to finish that question. There's no. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I can't. And it, it's hard because I know people are going to be like, well, what if he's the provider and he takes care? There's somebody else that they, and maybe I might not meet them in this lifetime or maybe it takes a couple of years, but there's somebody that will have, you know, everything. And I don't feel like my standards and needs are high because I compromised before and look where it got me. I'm not going to get into that, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I compromised before. And this is why I can't compromise. I just not me. I can't. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a little bit passionate about that, but no, I can't compromise again because that was the first thing to go. And after the emotional and mental, that's not the first, so the mental and the emotional thing that the sex is the first thing to go after that. And for me, I thought something was wrong with me once I was no longer turned on sexually in any way. I'm just like, I went into this phase of sex is overrated or and is this with me getting older now, you know, my sex drive has changed and I thought something was wrong with me mm-hmm. because of how the relationship changed. Mm-hmm. And, but it was never like a one either. Not that it was bad, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it was easy to let go of because it was just okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, no, I can't. Yeah. And I do want to say this to you, Anonymous Black Woman, that at the end of the day, you really got to look at, you guys have been off and on for two years or more. 
what is it that you hope to get out of this relationship at the end of it? Because that's really the big question. Where are y'all? And going? why are you off and on? Right. And it's long. You know, why is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Off and on in a long distance relationship. Right. So it seems like it, it is other issues there. Yeah, and if it's right. not other issues and that's the main issue, right. then what are right. we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> we really need to figure out where are y'all going with this relationship? If you're yeah. looking to do long term, were you potentially talking about marriage? Well, then are you moving where he is? Is he moving where you're okay? You are? Yeah. How are y'all going to change to, to get to the next level of your relationship? And if you don't see yourself or him in that future, then like Tripp said, you know, you're going to have to vacate the premises. You're just in a casual, hey, when I'm in town or when you fly Basically. up here. Yeah. But then that's even it's weird to say because we have bad sex. Because it's bad. I don't know. She's gonna have to figure out is there intimate I mean, maybe she needs an intimate connection, maybe he needs an intimate connection, mm-hmm. and they're not connecting. So right. there's so many It's just something weird to go through when you're not married. Like what is really keeping you there? Hopefully, you know, that gives you something to kind of, you know, ponder on and yeah. evaluate and go from there. And write us back and let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. You know, you know let us know what, you know, if, if you did um, try to, to take our advice and talk with your partner, what, right. what took place? I mean, what happened? What happened? I'm going to be tuned in to hear the outcome because I'm definitely interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm interested as well. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I don't, I mean, you don't want to wish bad on anyone's relationship. Yeah, of course not. At the not. same time, I want people to be happy. Exactly. Yes. And like you yes. said, life is too short. Yes. Like, my peace, happiness, you know, being sexually satisfied. <laughs> no. yes. 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 That's all important. I'm living my best life. <laughs> I go back and forth with you. Okay. Living my best life. Yes. Got yeah, to. Man. Got to. Yeah. Be, be peace. And mm. right now, don't sound like you're being peace. Um, <laughs> you're just frustrated and mad. Yeah. She's got and some I, things she needs to figure out. And then, you know, like as a guy, I know that, <laughs> I don't know, I know I'm a little different, yet you not satisfied with me and then you go off to another room and finish yourself off. Mm. <laughs> At some point, do you, or say, does he might what? not know though. She might he be might doing not. this secretly. Yeah. True. You're, you're visiting me. How do I not know? We don't spend a whole lot of time together. That's right. bullshit. Uh, it's yeah, that's bullshit. pretty easy. To... It's pretty easy. How? Yeah. How? <laughs> What you going to shower? Yeah. Are you taking yeah. three? Yeah. Go in the bathroom, turn on the water, something. Yeah. yeah. Or wait till he sleep. And if he sleep, you know, he might be passed out because he think he did something. Right. So, he could turn uh, right over and right. then I put in some work. Yeah. I'm tired. Why why do I gotta be his voice? <laughs> it's not hard though. Why do I gotta be his voice? Yeah, sleep, that's what he thought. Because <laughs> otherwise he would know his woman wasn't satisfied. Mm. So, and have either one of you ever had a situation where you had to break the news to your partner that they weren't sexually pleasing you? And if you did, how did you break that news? Nah, I just moved on. 
Let me change that. On a serious note, I I bet, you know, even if I'm not in a relationship, I'm not a casual, generally a casual type person. Mm-hmm. And even if we're not together, but I decide to be intimate with this person, we've had talks beforehand or, you know, and I know the talks is not, is not going to let you know whether they're good or not, but I connect, um, intimately in different ways on different levels with this person and that also helps the sexual connection it's hard for it to you know be bad and I'm not saying that even if you know you have that connection it won't be but fortunately I haven't had that issue of bad sex since I was like 19 to be honest yeah so um but they, I have had average sex. And like I said, with that, you know, with the relationship that I was in at that time, I compromised, but it still wasn't bad. And then there was, you know, other stuff with it. But once everything gone, like I said before, that was it. But I haven't had anybody totally bad to where I had to sit up here like, dang, I really like him, but it's mm-hmm. not that good. So mm-hmm. fortunately for me, um, I haven't had to, to deal with that. And I try to vet, you know, with the people that I, I get involved with. Yeah, girl, I, I thought I did too, but. <laughs> I haven't, and me and my girls, mm-hmm. we've talked about this and, you know, in in, in topics um, because, you know, I, I also have a panel as well and I've discussed this before. It just, knock on wood, I don't have any wood around me. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I have, I just haven't had that issue with totally bad sex. And I tell people, and then my whole thing is too, because I brought up the conversation, when do you introduce, you know, your taboo, you know, your sexual interests um, and stuff like that? Because people feel like, oh, I don't want to say it in the beginning because it's going to scare them off. But I think it's important. Some people are like, well, if they start to like you, then they may, you know, it may change. And that's true too. But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say off of first conversation, but I think in the beginning, I, I'm okay with um, being just like Trippie, that, that we're transparent. Yeah. I'm okay with being transparent because if it's not for you, I'm not going to force it. And we're just not right. for each other. Right. So there's no need of, of wasting each other's time. That's right. That's right. I agree. So I think and that's I, just all a part of it. Well, I mean, for me to speak on the, at what point do you introduce because I'm so heavy, I'm I, there's no part of me that's vanilla anymore, mm. and I'm so into my kink. I have to introduce that at the beginning, mm. um, because I'm a dom. I'm a dom. You don't have to, mm. <laughs> but you choose yeah, to. I choose because some people will still yeah. wait, like they said, thinking that well, as they get to know me, they may uh, be more acceptable of nope. it. Nope. Yeah, nope. I'm with you. Like yeah. I'm still, I still have some vanilla stuff, but. <laughs> But I'm still like the, with the beginning. Like, let's get this out in the open. Yeah, yeah. I like I I like to talk about it up front at first. Yeah. I've tried, you know, introducing, and I just don't have the patience. Yeah. For you know that too. Vanilla, and I have to teach you mm. so many different things, and then we have to break down a lot of the the misnomers you've learned. A lot yeah. of yeah. The, a lot of the um, backwards education you've you learned. don't want to. It's just a lot of work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the reward, like like he said, like Kiki said, is bad math for me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you put in all this time, energy, and effort, and then it still may not click. Exactly. I need somebody who knows that they're submissive. I right. need somebody that understands, you know, these are some things I've tried. These are some things I haven't tried that may be cool. And these are things that are on my hell nah, never ever list. Yeah. You know, that they've at least had to do that internal work that, you know, they've started to, to have those conversations internally. And then they just, you know, are able to articulate that when someone mm-hmm. asks them a question. Right. But to not have any idea and yeah. then for me to sit here and spend some time and get to know them, and I'm an energy person as well. Yeah. So I, I'm investing my energy into you. And then I come, it comes to find out. Three, four months in. Right. We're not sitting <laughs> because I like to choke you, and you you like, well, no. <laughs> right. And I'm like, hmm. And that's yeah. why I asked that question like, has it always been like that with them? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she was you know, okay, well, as time goes, then it'll change. And she was hoping because of the, you know, other stuff that she saw in him, or did it change over time? Because that, mm. yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I have, I've told someone, um, because he came, he asked me to to visit again. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if mm. this is going to work, you know? And of course he was like, well, why not? And I, I had to tell him, you know, honestly, mm. that I was, the sex was, it was, mm, I'm not going to say it was bad, but he was lazy. He was lazy. And mm. see, I'm going to tell you, Velvet. Usually wow. women get that, that we're lazy. That we're lazy, but <laughs> lazy. Yes. And, uh, and he had he had fallen into this mindset that because he was endowed that mm. you know it was automatically good sex. Gonna be good. I, I, I yeah. was like, probably one of the few people who's ever said to him, "No, that shit was whack. I'm sorry. Mm. I can't let you continue to be of this mindset that just because you walk around with that that it makes it automatically good. No, mm. no. He was very lazy, and I was like, so don't expect to see me in your bedroom not anymore, Thompson." until we start having some real conversations about this you know and he's joke he still jokes about what i said and i'm like you laughing partner i'm not yeah (laughs) it was not funny to me you know so and he still doesn't understand why we haven't revisited that i'm not mm, i ain't ready we'll see you know we talk now to piggyback off of that like in the beginning you know if it was bad or what have you that's not something that i experienced but later on like it was something somebody that i had been dealing with for a couple years and things had started changing with us and i did let him know like it's not the same because of whatever is going on with us so that type of thing but not like just you know i'm saying somebody new and just you know whether you're going to continue because it's bad or not i haven't dealt with that yeah. 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 I've I've had that conversation before. Oh. And you know, it's one of those you that's why I can speak firsthand where you're you have to communicate. Uh I've had to learn how to present some things in a uh tactful manner. Mm. Um, you know, so that way you receive the message and you don't just automatically shut down. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult situation. It's, it's one of those things you're going to have to be honest with yourself about though. And you're going to have to make sure that, okay, at the end of the day, 
this is pretty much a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And right. if we can't get past this, we can't get past it. And we're going to have to part ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it also goes into peace when you're talking about parting ways is we have to change the narrative on what a successful relationship looks like because just because we dated it can include great sex yeah (laughs) it it can include great sex at the same time i can be in a relationship with somebody for three months and then we part ways it ends and that time has passed and that's still a successful relationship true because whatever we learned during that time whatever experiences we shared that was good that yeah. was a successful moment. Yeah. And then that time has passed, that season has passed, and now it's on to something else. And that doesn't mean I've wasted that my true. time. That doesn't mean, you know, that that all this time I spent with you learning you was a waste because there were some good things and then now it's not some good things and we need to move on and we need to right. accept that. And I didn't think about that. That is a good to, point. Yeah, it goes back to, uh, you know, reevaluating what we look at um, and how we value, uh, evaluate success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, in relationships too often like we see people that have been married for 50 years and be like oh my god that's goals those are relationship goals <laughs> blah 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 but you don't know what they've been through oh my god that stuff gets on my nerves <laughs> they, they, they might not even sleep in the same room anymore they just don't right. okay you know, and then y'all yeah. up in church talking about some sister johnson and brother johnson you know they just happily you they exactly you know, right so yep. We have to reevaluate what success means. Oh. And, you know, for our um, anonymous sister that wrote in, you know, don't get into the mindset where if you have to end your relationship, that it's a waste and a failure. It's a failure. It's not. You know, there's, there's so many things that I'm pretty sure you've learned from that person and right, that person's yeah. learned from you that you That's can right. take that and grow. And then, also take the, the the negative and learn from that and grow. You That's know, right. What did Jay-Z say? I don't take any losses, only um, lessons learned. Yeah. You know, That's so, right. You know, so apply it in that way if it does come to that. And every relationship is a lesson in itself, yes. period. You know, whether it's with the same sex or the opposite sex, every relationship we ever have and we learn something from it. So take it, sister. You know, take it and do with it what you will. So, well, Velvet, it has been lovely having Thank you Thank you here for having me. Us. Please tell our listeners again how they can find you. Oh, you can find me on, so let me give you my website, which will change um, shortly. But for right now, you can go to Velvet, spell just like the material, <laughs> V-E-L-V-E-T, Lenae, dot com slash bear it all. And then my IG is live underscore and bia.live. Um, Facebook is also all. You can search, just search all by Velvet Lene and you can find a lot of stuff. Awesome. Yes, guys, really go check out her work. You know, it's phenomenal. Definitely. And if you're interested in going to the event, make sure you guys get your tickets. That's going to be October the 26th in Atlanta, Georgia. More details will be wherever you purchase your tickets from. Don't forget. We only have one VIP section left. We have a couple of reserve sections left. And then after that, it's only um, general entry. So like I said, it sold out last year. Don't wait till the last minute. Oh. You cannot get your tickets 
at the I door. I need to hurry up and get my ticket. You <laughs> get your tickets at the door. So oh, yes, today, yes, very important. Yes. I, we are not selling it at the door because what we sell online is it's set for you know a certain number, and then after that we can't take anybody else. I have people calling me the day before and the day of trying to get in, and I had to tell them no. Yeah. Yep. So wow. stop procrastinating. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, guys, you know where you can reach us, but I'm going to tell you again, if you want to drop us a line, need some advice, you can hit us up at lustlieslibido at gmail.com. You can also go to our IG page, which is lust underscore lies underscore libido, um, or our Facebook group, the Lust Lies Libido podcast group. You can hit us up there. We would love to hear from you. Comments, feedback, all of that questions, you know, hit us up. We're always here for you. So, Trip, got anything else? Nope. Um, it's been a pleasure, Velvet. Thank you guys yes, again. Yes. We'll have to have you back again. For I sure. have fun. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because there's some <laughs> things that you've mentioned that we got to touch on later. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things. Yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> it's been great, guys. Thank you all for joining us and listening here. This has been Lust, Lies, and Libido. This is your girl, Kiki. This is Trip. And we yeah. out. Yo, peace. Bye. This has been another episode of Lust, Lies, and Libido. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to listen on your favorite podcasting platforms. We can be found on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, any other podcasting platforms that you can think of. We're on all of them. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. Subscribers receive auto notifications when new episodes are published. Thanks again, and as always, we wish you love, light, peace, and blessings. Make sure to go ahead and get your tickets for the Erotic Art Show by Bill Lene. Tickets will sell out fast. We hope to see you there. <laughs>